the reckless and obsessive podcast. This is bound to be a total shit show. Um, this is awkward. <laughs> Why did we think it was a good idea to do a podcast? Do you ever just find yourself daydreaming about Zach Efron? Same. It's the Reckless and Obsessive Podcast with Whitney Gillespie, Megan Wood, and Katie Lowe. Now let's get work. Well, hi there, and welcome to another episode of Reckless and Obsessive, the podcast. Woo! Woo! We have another special guest this week. I think <laughs> you look so nervous. Are you nervous? <laughs> Always. For just anything ever. Life. Life. Life is worth being nervous for. <laughs> well, we have with, I was about to say in the studio. This is not a studio yes, at is. all. This is our studio. <laughs> in Whitney's living room, which is our very professional. Yes. By Whitney, I mean myself. I'm about <laughs> but we have Whitney's mom here with us. Lisa, greetings, (laughs) (laughs) greetings, earthlings. (laughs) So yeah, we're just getting all of your all of your family members this week because it's your wedding week. Yes, I'm enjoying it a lot. Yes, you could record a podcast every hour and get everybody in. Well, we talked about doing a. Oh, we are doing a live one. (laughs) I think like we can do like little bits and pieces and then we'll just see what we come up with everybody <laughs> could tell like a whitney story yeah, yeah. No. Or a funny family every story. we're gonna oh interview every single guest so we have content for the next like year this whole podcast has somehow just become about me well, and my it's a special week childhood. after this we're never talking about you again yeah, we may not even let you record after this week so wow. actually we've it. kicked you off the podcast yeah. oh this is your goodbye party okay thanks for letting me know <laughs> you know, once you're married you can't hang with us anymore yeah oh my god they were only here for the pizza yeah yes yeah. that would every time we come to pizza. whitney's house she makes us pizza <laughs> like literally every single time i've been at whitney's i've had pizza oh my like, god yes our very that's first so true out, it was pizza <laughs> besides saturday you were supposed to make a sweet potato fries and you didn't mm. oh yeah i was wondering if y'all and i didn't leave with a fab that. fit fun box either yeah i was thinking about that today you said you have all these starter codes where are I'm they with sure i do i'm <laughs> sure i do i have she's stressing now she's like oh my god i'm the you worst guys, host ever i just forget everything i guess <laughs> well i have to not to uh totally loop it backwards but i do have to give a shout out to my friend sam who also had the suggestion that we record a live podcast at the at the uh, reception. So I'll yes. make sure to introduce you to Sam. He okay, so some good Whitney stories. Sam may have some. Sam's a friend from college. We went to college. He met me my freshman year. He was like a Sam. Were you a junior or a senior when I was a freshman? Answer <laughs> that in real time. Um, we'll splice that in here. So I met Sam in college, and uh, he probably has a few good stories about me. I do. The one that I remember is that. I was not yet 21. And my favorite alcoholic drink um, was Bacardi Dragon Fruit. Oh, that one was good. It was really good. So Sam bought me a bottle of it because he was 21 and he gifted it to me. And I drank way too much and then unfortunately evacuated my body of Bacardi Dragon Fruit (laughs) uh, very violently. And then I like couldn't even smell it for like three years. Oh my god! <laughs> if I ever Mom smelled so it, I'd be like, of you right now. <laughs> I know. I'm I like, was gonna say you had a favorite drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't act surprised. I called you. <laughs> The first time I got really drunk freshman year of college, I called my mom crying. So she can't even act like she's surprised that I drank in college. Did I not? Yes, you did. Okay, <laughs> but, I, but I didn't realize you had a favorite drink. <laughs> Okay, I yeah, I drank it once and it was the least disgusting thing I'd ever drank because oh my gosh. freshman year, you get what you you get what you get. You get what you get. So it's well, mostly disgusting. Well, I got disgusting. Burnett's and Four Locos my whole freshman year. I was year, about to so. say, my whole like drinking under 21 is like Four Locos. Well, mine was Mad Dog. Oh, oh my. That's really ghetto. Mad Wait, Dog. Wait, what's Mad Dog? I've never heard of that. Mad Dog 2020. It's like the kind of stuff you, it's like lighter fluid mixed with some. Is this purple or something? I remember. It's like what homeless people drink out of a paper bag from yeah. the liquor store. Well, yeah, that's where we used to get it. It's really cheap. Well, it's funny that you were saying that Sam will have embarrassing stories from you because what I have on our outline today is Whitney's mom is here. Let's get a heartfelt or embarrassing story about Whitney out of her. So that's on the agenda. I'm going to work. I'm going to work up to it. Okay. So think of a good one. Yes, I have to think. (laughs) And by a good one, I mean one I will approve. There was one. Oh, there's one you said earlier. 
about throwing up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can tell that one. <laughs> okay. No, now we need something worse since you're. Yes. She has your approval. We were like worse? under three. I don't think I really did a whole. Maybe you're gonna prove me wrong, but I think I was a pretty good kid. Whitney was a very good kid. Well, so Silvio told told a story about Silvio's her when brother. Whitney got in trouble one time at her dad's house and had her door taken away and it was because she wouldn't speak to anybody so she was giving everybody the silent treatment so her punishment was she had to socialize oh my god <laughs> that's, that's about hilarious. as bad as it got with whitney yeah whitney was so such a good kid if she needed money i gave her the checkbook <laughs> back in the day when we had checkbooks and i let her sign my name <laughs> she I never had a curfew could do whatever she wanted because she's I was boring. Wouldn't jaywalk? Wouldn't jaywalk? <laughs> oh, I, I've tried to jaywalk with Whitney. She wouldn't let me. She wouldn't get in cars with her friends once they could drive or her friends' parents. They were bad drivers, too. <laughs> oh, my god. They were the gosh. ones who taught my friends, and my friends were bad drivers, so. <laughs> wow. Whitney's an I'm a rule follower. You are like an, an old soul. You're almost like a square. I am. <laughs> I am a square. Like, I was always a good kid, too. I definitely wasn't scared of jaywalking or getting in cars with people's parents. If they're a bad driver, I don't give a crap. How many kids you have? That doesn't qualify you as a good driver. <laughs> but Whitney is a lot of fun at the same time, too. She had a, a party at the end of eighth grade, and a bunch of kids came over, but... A few of them kept going around to the side of the house and making out. She's like, stop doing this. This is not fun. <laughs> that wasn't fun for the rest of us. Why not? Like, but Whitney's all about, let's have a good, party. clean fun. Whitney At her wedding, there will be no, like, inappropriate kind of music going on. No twerking. You will be. <laughs> oh, you can twerk if you You will you be want. excused. Oh, twerking you, you to, twerk like, if the you want. mission. Assistant. You told me there's going to be no. I said no explicit lyrics because there's kids. Okay, but twerking you think is appropriate? Ex- not explicit? I don't think twerking's explicit. Do you think twerking's explicit? There's not that many kids. Just send all and the kids Who do you home. think will start twerking? Who do I think in my oh, wedding Oh, is this will tomorrow? Or Friday? For the wedding. The wedding. I bet the Megan wedding is will. Friday. I honestly I honestly don't think I'll twerk. Oh, I don't know. Sure. I think <laughs> I just go back to your bachelorette party. I remember twerking at the gay club. <laughs> yeah, but that was like packed full of people dancing pretty wildly. If that's you're true. If you're the only one, I feel like I won't do it if I'm the only that's one. Well, I don't know. It's a wedding of tequila, beer, and wine. Someone's going to be twerking. I will. I'll take I hope it's team. a grandma. All right. yeah. <laughs> I'll get Eric out there with me. Oh, you don't want Eric to dance with you. You already did. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> literally a luke he like put his arm around me we were swaying uh, back and forth he's so was... embarrassing <laughs> he'll like fun. hear our wedding song come on and place like he'll like drop whatever oh, you no, doing the song did come on and he said that i had to dance with him in honor of you <laughs> Wait, what's what's your wedding song it's um thomas Rhett die happy man i don't even think i've heard that wait just kidding Hold on. it was some luke combs song that he said was y'all's song i mean i like that beautiful crazy uh, song that may have been it yeah, that was it. That was your first dance song? No. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's the Thomas Rhett song? <laughs> I'm about to sing it. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get it. On my I, iPad? I gotta get no, it. No, I want to hear Megan sing. Baby, last night <laughs> was heads down. One of the best nights <laughs> that I've had, no doubt. Seriously? I've not heard it. You haven't heard it? Oh, it was like on the radio. Song. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why I don't know who that is. It's a country song. We'll oh, that was it. one of his biggest ones. Really? I yeah. feel like I've heard most of his big songs, but I haven't heard that one. Is it an older big song? Like, was it one of? I his mean, first? we got married in 2017, so yeah, it was around that time. Why. I feel like I didn't know about him until. Do you think you're gonna cry, Lisa? Oh yes, definitely. Like, ball your eyes out. I will cry. Yes, I've almost <laughs> cried. Brand. She's like wiping <laughs> her eye as we're asking her. Oh. When Brandon called me to say he was gonna <gasps> buy her a ring. <gasps> I started crying. How long did you have to keep it a secret from when? I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her until after they were engaged. Oh, really? And I said, I'm just going to never say. Not long, though. He 
bought the ring not that long before he proposed to oh, me. Oh, okay. Oh, you're asking how long it was? I feel yeah. like, but I don't, but I didn't tell you that he called me about it until long after right. we were engaged. Right. But it wasn't long between when he would have called you and then when he actually proposed yeah. to me. And then when they were doing their uh, little, um, their first dance, mm-hmm. I started crying. Oh. I had to go and leave that with her. We were dancing in the living room. We were trying to practice just a little bit. But I want to, like, I don't know that Brandon and I have ever slow danced together. Oh, okay. Like, a couple of times at other people's weddings, but not a lot. So I was like, we should just, like, slow dance together. So we came out here, but we were just being really goofy about it. And by no Brandon, Brandon, he was like, (laughs) had it on his really stiff, like, we were Spanish flamenco dancer <laughs> or something it's the most awkwardest part of your whole wedding day i'm oh, not God. even gonna lie because you're staring at each other's face yeah and you're like i don't want to look circle. away from you because i don't want to see people staring at me <laughs> and then my mom has always gotten in my head every time we've gone to a wedding together she's like i wonder what they're talking about <laughs> i'm like just gazing at them I'm like they're probably like get all these people's eyes off me <laughs> i think i'm um, the most nervous actually about the father-daughter dance because I feel like my dad might cry and then I will definitely cry I mean I'm definitely gonna cry but so I've never seen your dad cry really what let's see if it happens how long were you with him uh eight or ten years and you never saw him cry no he didn't cry at the birth of his children no oh my lord and he's her stepdad though will he'll be crying I don't know who will cry more me or him oh Brian Uh, will cry a lot yes He's probably crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I just feel like very nervous. Also, my dad picked a song that's like, I would have preferred a song that was more just like a nice song, but not super specific to yeah. like a father singing to a daughter. I don't know why. That just would have been my preference. But he chose Kenny Chesney's There Goes My Life. Oh, oh my I'm God. I'm cry. Oh god. That is like a tearjerker song. I know, it's I know. such a good song. Oh my god. I'm not gonna make it through Friday night. <laughs> he picked it was between that one and Tim McGraw's uh, My, Little, my Girl. Little Girl. Yeah. And the reason he didn't he didn't pick My Little Girl was because there's a line in there about your husband won't be good enough, but I'll love him. There's some something where he says My like, DJ said no a lot one... of people take that line out. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. almost my song that I changed it last minute. What did you what was yours? I loved her first by Heartland. Okay. That's like first. that's one that came up when I was looking songs up. And then we picked for Brandon's first dance with his mom, it's your song by Elton John. Like there's really song. not there's really not a song for the this mother son dance. Um, oh my god, it's an old song. Sorry, that's an awful story. <laughs> oh. No, oh. I can't remember what it is. Did Cameron do a dance with his mom? Yeah, he did My Wish by Rascal Flatts. Oh, that's another one that I see recommended, and that is a good song. Oh. Isn't she lovely? Oh, that's Stevie Wonder? Mm-hmm. See, I just feel like that seems like kind of a fast song to slow dance to. Yeah. Well, we did a cover of it. Because uh, I don't know if the real the real lyrics is, isn't she lovely, she's my mom. Is that the real lyrics? No, no. he's singing it to his, his daughter. daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then the cover we old. did, that's what they said. So I was like, isn't oh, this is perfect. Lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't and what she is he, a baby crying in the beginning? Less than one minute old. Oh, his yeah, I think born. all the lyrics were changed were you in on this one. band? No. Oh. <laughs> you said you did a cover like you were the... Oh, no, like I found the cover of it online. <laughs> Megan did I sang cover. it. <laughs> so Megan, Megan was like the DJ and day of I didn't coordinator have a DJ. for her whole wedding. She sent me her day of itinerary. Wait, you were the DJ? Up there like... No, no I, I bought an iPod from a pawn store. <laughs> I downloaded all the sure. music, put it on there, had it all set up to like literally move into the next... It's like... Did it on his own. She has a very um, detailed day of itinerary. (sighs) It's crazy. Yeah. Mine is much more. You'll probably enjoy your wedding a lot more than I did. Because obviously I was, I had my like fingers in way too many areas. Yeah. (laughs) That can get stressful. I mean, you get what you want, but it's a lot of work too. So, yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to have a day of coordinator provided by the venue. So I'm just hoping... 
I'm not, that's one thing. I am not dealing with anything the day of. I'm going to like be laying there. I'm going to go to sleep and they can just do my hair and makeup. <laughs> like I'm famous. Because <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I have spent a year, a year, although I'm not, I don't get anywhere close to Katie. How long were you planning your wedding? Two years. Two years. Really? A year and nine months. I think I was only engaged for like 15 months. And I just, felt like that wasn't enough time. But I was ready for it to be over. Well, it all just worked out Oh, we'll be 15 months, too. Yeah. Because he proposed in December, but then my brother was getting married that June. And my sister was having a baby that May. So there's already a lot going on. And I wanted fall, but then that was just its own set of dramas. Then we decided on August. I didn't want to do August right after my brother's June 30th wedding. Wedding planning. Yeah. It's one of those things that you don't have to, you should, you can't think about it too hard before you start or you'll talk yourself out of doing it because yeah. it is just a lot of work. At the end of the day, I'm sure we all will be glad we did it, but never want to do it again. No. Nah. I'm good. Same. What did you think of Brandon when you first met him? Uh, very nice and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's still how he is. Yeah. Whitney has made the comment many times about help. Well, and Brandon's very even. He's not very emotional. So Whitney has said a couple times she's marrying her mom. So Brandon and I are very similar in that respect. Oh, yes. wow. They are very similar. So you're marrying your mom. I am. Sick bastard. <laughs> like they say girls marry their dads. But I know. marrying her mom. It is true. You guys are a lot alike. How so? They're both very pragmatic, like unemotional about making decisions and just very rational. Um, I feel like there's others, but now, of course, I can't like on the spot think of anything. I'm going to just stick with pragmatic for now. I'll think of others, though. Okay. Yes, you're just very similar. Who in your family do you think is going to get shit-faced? Who's going to get the most drunk? Yeah. So my mom has a... An answer. I think it's going to be your dad. She thinks it's going to be my dad. I need these people to wear name tags so I know <laughs> who all of them are. So definitely my dad's side of the family. Um, they like to drink. They like to party. But they tend to be more like Bud Light kind of drinkers, maybe okay. even Coors Light. So it's going to depend on how much they like or dislike the beer we got because we did not get Bud Light or Coors Light. So we got the Barrio <laughs> Blonde, which yeah, is like the like upscale version of Bud Light. But we'll see if they just really dislike it. Then, And then my stepmom's side of the family. I think they will be they the They don't most need fun. alcohol. Yes. I they don't need alcohol to fun. be any fun. They'll be the most fun. Um, and they'll probably drink wine. And then... So probably if it's someone, it's going to be someone with the last name Gillespie. (laughs) (laughs) OMG, I'm obsessed. Need it, like it, gotta have it. All right, so this is where we talk about our weekly obsession. Katie, what is yours? I'm actually interested to know what this is. So Payne Lindsay, who like did Up and Vanish the podcast, he has a new one. Or he's like executive producer of it or something. I don't know, but it's called Radio Rental. And there's four episodes out right now, and I guess they're doing it weekly. And Rain Wilson, a.k.a. Dwight, is, like, a creepy voice Uh on it. Which I didn't realize till like, three episodes in, then I could hear. Because he, like, not disguises his voice, but he does, like, some weird thing. But you can tell it's him. But basically, it's just each episode is, like, two to three stories of just, like, creepy stuff that, like, happened to people that they called in and told him. Like, I was home alone yesterday because Cameron was out of town and I was legit scared to be in my house like after listening to them. Like some of my favorite ones, not to give away the big twist, but like one of them, the guy basically said that his girlfriend showed up but in completely different clothes than what she normally wears and like tore up his apartment, threw stuff everywhere, like caused this whole scene, like broke up with him. And he was so confused. He like sees her get in a cab and literally not even five seconds later, she's behind him in a whole new outfit like different person what? and was like tell, telling him he's like crazy and he was like how did you do that and then like when they went up to the apartment like she, when she saw it was trash she's like okay at least i know i'm not making it up and she's like did we get broken into i'll have to check that out that actually it, sounds really good no, it's so good like i'm so obsessed with it like i'm told cameron i'm gonna re-listen to all of them with him because i want to be there <laughs> and experience his emotions as he's listening i'll probably just be like no big deal <laughs> yeah, like literally all of them have been pretty good so far. Oh wow! Like, 
they're just like crazy stuff that happens have you guys ever had something like really creepy happen to you it was kind of creepy so i used to have this board it was like kind of like a ouija board but called psychic circle oh and so me and my friend were playing it upstairs in her room and so she had a dog named daisy but she called her called her bubba sometimes (laughs) so we were like playing it and we asked it its name and it said bubba and we were like oh like are you daisy and it said yes and it was like doing weird stuff but like daisy was still alive at this point like downstairs hanging out with her dad so we were like okay this is kind of weird and she was like are you my dog and it said yes and there's one time no joke the little thing thing shot off the board off of a corner and landed right next to daisy's bone that just happened to be in the room so we're like okay this is kind of weird like i don't know let's just go downstairs hang out and like so we said nothing to our parents like i don't even know if they knew we had the game or were playing or like knew it called it daisy but we like walked downstairs and like Daisy, like, looks up at us, you know, like, excited to see people. And her dad was like, oh, my God, it's crazy. She has been out. Like, I've never seen her so out before. Like, just out of nowhere. He's just volunteering that. And we just sat there like, what? And just, like, looked at each other and were pretty freaked out from that. So that's, like, probably the weirdest thing that's happened. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was... You should be on that podcast. I'll I'll submit my story. (laughs) Yeah. You need to tell the Daisy story. You what? You need to tell the Daisy story. It's a good one. But yeah, it was funny. We were, um, or not, we act like I'm best friends with them. So (laughs) Payne Lindsay was on Olivia Caridi's podcast and like doing an interview. So that's where I heard about it. And they were, I must have like dozed off or not dozed off, but like I was at work. So I was looking at stuff. But anyways, she has some ghosts apparently in her apartment, which she needs to circle back to because they briefly talked about it. And then they were like saying some comment about like a glitch in the matrix or like something weird and then literally like you can hear it on the recording like a weird sound and i thought my phone was messing up but then they were both like what was that like as they were talking about like something happened on Payne's phone or something and they both like saw it i don't know that was like all within her episode but yeah that night was definitely really weird (laughs) yeah no i don't deal with supernatural stuff same (laughs) i won't i'm not gonna be able to sleep in the airbnb by myself (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, um, when I was, like, nine, we just moved into this house, and it didn't even have blinds in it, and we didn't have curtains up or anything, and my mom let me, like, have a friend stay the night, and my brother have a friend stay the night, and it's, like, raining, and we're asleep, and all of a sudden, we wake up, and I look outside my window. There's this tall man standing in my window, staring at us. Oh, I my God. I call for my brother and his friend to come. They come in the room. They see him. We all start screaming. My mom comes in and she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, there was a man outside the window. And so she called the police and everything. And they came by. And sure enough, there were footprints in front of my window. And we just moved into this house. Oh, God. So that's my scary story. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like freaking out. I don't really think I have any scary stories. Because you're such a good child. (laughs) Maybe that time that you didn't want to go to your dad's. Oh, yeah. This isn't necessarily scary, but maybe just potentially paranormal. (laughs) So I was, my parents are divorced. And so when I was younger, I would switch off. I would be at my dad's on the weekends and stay with my mom during the week. So it was one day after school. I was in elementary school, but I don't remember which grade. And it must have been a Friday because my dad would would have come and pick me up from the woman who watched me after school mm-hmm. and taken me to his house. But I, I flipped out. I was like, I do not want to go to my dad's house. I mean, I was like hysterical, crying. And I never got like that. And there was no good reason. And so this was before the day of like the back days of cell phones and things. So I feel like my babysitter probably called you and tried to call my dad. And then he was already on his way. And when he got there, you got there at the same time as him. And he was, he said, I said, well, I'm going to bring Whitney with me because she doesn't want to, you know, something's making her nervous and she doesn't want to go to your house this weekend. And he said, oh, John, who was a good friend of his, killed himself that day. Wow. And at the time, was John his roommate at the time or he had at he some had point been, been his roommate, but he was a good friend of the family. Like he babysat you and Nathan. So John, John had a terminal illness and 
something he inherited from his mom. I don't know what it was, but it was essentially the story is, um, or not, it's not a story, but he had the terminal illness and he knew that eventually he would deteriorate. And I think he had spent a lot of his life taking care of his mom and seen the effects of this disease. And so he passed away because he was like, I'm not going to let that be my life. So anyway, oh my gosh, that's my creepy story. You just knew something wasn't up. I have no idea what I thought. I just know I was hysterical. I did not want to go to my dad's house. On a side note, when I was little, one night I was trying to fall asleep. And all of a sudden, I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm going to die tonight. Went to my mom's room and was hysterically crying. And I was like, Mom, I'm going to die tonight. I can't. I cannot go to sleep. I stayed up all night thinking I was going to die. Jeez. I'm still here. <laughs> I thought I was going to die one night, but I. <laughs> so we went to the store. This was I was staying with my grandparents over the summer and we went to the store and they got me toothpaste at the store. But the seal had been broken on the toothpaste mm. and we didn't figure that out until we got to the checkout. And I just wanted to put it back. But it was like, no, just buy it. It's fine. It's toothpaste. But I had just read one of those. I think it's Encyclopedia Brown, one of those where there's a lot of different stories and then the solution is at the end. Did you ever read those? Yeah. No. So I had just read one where <laughs> someone had been poisoned to death using their toothpaste. Oh. So I used the toothpaste and then laid in bed. It was like, I'm going to die in my sleep. So I didn't sleep the whole night <laughs> oh my God. and I didn't die. So here I am. Everything's fine. Oh my toothpaste didn't kill me. <laughs> but toothpaste is lethal according to encyclopedia brown well my obsession for the week has to do with whitney <laughs> it's me everybody i'm Hello obsessed alert. with whitney no i'm obsessed with whitney's food recommendations <laughs> so we we went and ate at another good place of whitney's recommendation wait what else has she recommended <laughs> yc's oh cy choose if you will <laughs> yeah um uh, let's see there's another place i took you to blanco's i like blanco's i told you about blanco's too though but she took me there i took you we all three went because i said i want to go to blanco's today well now today we went to urban pita and i loved it i don't really have a story to go with this <laughs> but I, I told whitney i was like you're like four for four okay and, i'm five for five I, I already told Lisa about you. Okay. <laughs> so Katie, when she recommends places to eat, she, it, it's always like, it is monumental. It's revolutionized. It'll change your life. Yes, it will. They've all changed my they life. They are all mediocre. No, they are not. <laughs> That's all. Sylvia agreed. That was another thing that uh, we bonded over. Lisa agreed with me today. Noodles and company probably isn't the greatest. No, Sylvia <laughs> said it was the greatest. Sylvia's opinion doesn't matter right now. Sylvia's yes, it does. Sure. Katie is very uh, passionate. She, she's about very everything. passionate. All the things she likes, it's like, yeah, it's revolutionary. <laughs> it's life changing. So I have to give it to her. her. She's the things she likes. She can sell you anything. Oh, yeah. You should be in sales. You are. You uh. can convince anyone of anything like yes but uh see i feel like part of it is that I'll, i feel like a lot of these food choices you have are drunk food choices like you love these places because you no, ate it I drunk. Eat noodles sober all the time okay but what about that dp dough dp dough that's good no matter what state you're in state you're only, uh, in the country you're one, or your state of drunkenness you're like one for six no arizona wilderness was delicious all Eric right, you're two for six. It. Noodles is delicious. DP dough mm. is delicious. Unbaked, mm. I'm not taking credit the for. The only thing I'm giving you credit for is insomnia cookies. Yeah, insomnia. What about Arizona Wilderness? That place is good. I forgot about it. But Whitney, she's like five for five. <laughs> Katie's I think very me and Whitney offended just, right now. I think we just have the same canes? taste. Who taught you canes? Me. Okay, but that's like... Me. It's Me. good, but it's not it's not fulfilling my Zaxby needs. It's at least doing something. Anywho, five for five for Whitney. Well, Whitney, what's your obsession for the week? My obsession is super basic, and I almost wonder if it's just so ubiquitous that it's like stupid to even bring up. But right now, my serious obsession is Etsy. Every <laughs> spare free moment I have, I am on Etsy trying to buy stuff. It is out of control. Like what? 
anything and everything. Everything personalized. I want my name written on every item I own in this house. I want my initials on everything. Every glass, that every is plate. That ballsy for a person who doesn't even know what last name she's going to take. I know. I don't <laughs> yes, care. Don't. I've used Etsy on and off in the past, but what really got me into Etsy was my wedding because it is incredible how many things you can find on Etsy that are the exact same as something that like a big retailer will sell for a fraction of the price. Mm -hmm. So for me, the biggest one was my veil. I saw a veil online that I was obsessed with. It was a veil with all these different sized pearls all over the veil. So it just looked, I loved it, but it was like $600. (laughs) So I found one on Etsy for like $100 and it looks exactly the same. Then I just became obsessed. I bought so many things <laughs> for the wedding on Etsy. And now I'm, I'm just trying to find a way to buy everything I need off of Etsy. Because not only do they have so many cool things. Like everyone's present this year is coming from Etsy. Everyone's Christmas present <laughs> is coming from Etsy. So spoiler alert, everything came from Etsy. Because they just have so much cool stuff that I don't even know where you would get anything like that. Any, there's nothing like yeah. it. There's no Etsy is brilliant. It's a brilliant platform because there's nothing like it. That's and true. I I like the concept of supporting just like some person making something in yeah. their house. Reckless and obsessive. All right. So I decided to talk about this um, because a friend brought this up to me of um, this thing I did as a child. <laughs> she was like, whatever happened with that? So this is where uh, we're going to talk about dumb shit you did or believed as a child. Either one, whatever you can come up with. But my friend asked me the other day, and she was like, hey, you remember that one time you let your brother's ferret out because you didn't like it? (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, I do. God, I'm such a bitch. Like, I literally got rid of my brother's pet because I was like, I don't like it. So you let it go? Yeah. And it never came back? I opened the back door. It never came back. And so I just told my brother like a year ago about this. Oh, my God. And I thought he knew all this time. Oh, I was no. like, hey, Corey, remember that one time I let out your ferret? <laughs> he starts laughing. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, you didn't know all this oh time? He's God. like, you fucking let him go? And I was like, yeah. He like kept coming in my room and like squirming around. He was just weird. He's like, I love that ferret. Oh. <laughs> so I thought he knew all this time and he oh, didn't. No. <laughs> what Family about you? Secrets. So something that I believed or was convinced of when I was a child. So I mentioned that I spent most of my summers with my grandparents and they um, owned 40 acres and had a lot of livestock. Mm -hmm. So my grandmother, for whatever reason, was the type to tell a lot of stories to like try to get kids to behave. So (laughs) one of her stories. So they had horses and mules were their two main animals that they had on their property. My grandfather is what they call a mule skinner, which just means he trains mules. It sounds really bad, but it just means he trains mules. So we had a lot of mules. So my grandmother told me one day, I guess when I was being bad, which put that in air quotes (sighs) because my grandmother's threshold for bad was pretty low. But apparently I was being bad. So she told me that one of our mules, Betsy, was my sister. I'd had a sister. (laughs) And Betsy was naughty. So she turned her into a mule. But it backfired because I was like, I want to be a mule. Turn me into a mule. So that didn't work out so well because I really wanted to be a mule. Why? I don't know. I just loved horses. So I wanted to be one. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Anything else that you remember when I was a kid that I believed? So one day... Whitney said, I guess I had convinced her that women don't fart. So she said to me one day, if women don't fart, why does it sound like they do sometimes? And then I said, aw, she believes everything I say and I need to stop lying. (laughs) So I just remember being like, "Mm, women do fart sometimes. (laughs) Parents tell their kids things like that and then. It backfires and they go to school and they're like, what? (laughs) 
I thought you were gonna say, if women don't fart, then why do I? <laughs> I thought maybe you were gonna say, I said, if women don't fart, why does it? Why did I hear you fart or something? Well, how come sometimes it sounds like they do? So I'm assuming that it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt bad for being a liar. <laughs> oh. All right, Katie. What did you believe? Uh, so behind my house, there's like a line of trees that kind of like divide the yard and then there's rocks. So my house is kind of guarded by the trees-ish, but then you're like out in the open and see all the other houses and the rocks. So me and Lisa used to go down and play on the rocks. And so she was, she's one year older than me. So when I was seven, like- Not Whitney's mom, Lisa. Oh yeah, (laughs) different Lisa. Back when my mom used to be seven and friends with Katie. (laughs) So I just thought that she was like so much cooler than me and stuff. And I had to like listen to what she said. So on one end of the rocks were cigarette butts. So she always said, she's like, we have to stand on these because your neighbors eat children. But if we stand here, they'll think we're 18 and they won't eat us. What? So, so oddly specific. Yeah. So we would always just go stand on, instead of just like avoiding the neighbor eating children, like we would still hang out over there, but just stand next to the cigarette butts. And I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely working. The, the neighbor eating children or the children eating neighbors? <laughs> children eating neighbors that's weird yeah that's like very specific it is that's so funny like stand near the cigarette butts and they'll definitely think we're 18 just because what you're you would probably be smoking it? i i don't know i don't know what her logic was she claims she doesn't remember that but like i bring it up so much that like <laughs> Uh, I'm like this happened like I specifically you're like remember. forcing the memory on her no I know it happened <laughs> so I wonder when she told you that did she know it wasn't true and she was trying oh, to convince yeah. you or was she did she really believe it too no I think oh. she was just like messing with me oh okay <laughs> and then I just like believed it oh my gosh <laughs> love it it's tea time bitches can I get some scandal with my tea you couldn't pay me to be famous you can pay me all right so this is the biggest stories of the week slash whatever's trending so caitlin bristow and nick vile (laughs) i had to think about it again (laughs) nick vile have become friends again and are releasing a podcast what are what's that all about they were both on each other's podcast oh gotcha gotcha yeah so they were both guests they haven't been they haven't spoken for years And and they were both on the bachelor right yeah, so Nick was Caitlin's runner-up, and he was also Andy's runner-up, and he also went on Paradise, and he was also The Bachelor. <laughs> He's, He's a busy. career Bachelor uh, contestant. Oh, but yeah, so they've been, or they just haven't, because w- when Caitlin picked Sean, Sean like basically didn't let Caitlin talk to Nick, and he like hated him and like kind of resented their relationship because like she hooked up with Nick on the show, which was like all widely known, and it was a whole big drama. Now that she's not with Sean, like Jason's like, yeah, like rekindle with nick like be friends like a family of 11 and i don't know both of their podcasts released today and it was good it was juicy yeah it was pretty juicy they released some more stuff that like when nick became the bachelor like sean almost broke up with caitlin over it because why because he said that he's winning or that he won because that's what he went on the show for in the first place was to be the bachelor even though like sean's the what one with a the girl. jerk and like nick's still single and like 39 now you would think because you got the girl you won exactly so it's just been like oh, a whole ongoing drama for literally like four years like they used to like talk shit and then nick's podcast released shortly after caitlin and sean broke up and he like finally like said a ton of stuff that like people may have not known about how like he only went on her season because they were texting beforehand and she like called him like during filming one night she like snuck a phone and they like talked and then he like got his way onto the season so that's why a lot of people hated him because like he came on mid-season and it was a whole big ordeal but they are friends again and thriving and it's all over each other's instas now and i'm loving it i need to watch that season because i i started with i actually started with his season as the bachelor uh, okay yeah Caitlin's so i didn't know any of the drama season, before him for sure the thing that i found interesting i read an article about um nick and caitlin finally making up and one of the things nick was saying was caitlin often had kind of snarky comments to make about nick 
yeah. especially the fact that he had been on the show so many times and nick like reached out and was like i don't get it you didn't pick me so like why the snarky comments about me i didn't do anything to you because andy i feel like had kind of a good reason for not loving nick yeah he on the after the final rose when she had picked um josh murray uh, Nick came on and pretty much asked Andy why she slept with him in the overnights. No, he asked, why did you make love to me? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. When you like knew you weren't going to pick me or whatever. Yeah. She was kind of like, are you trying to slut shame me? Like, have you not seen the show? And so that was kind of, I don't think he meant it to come off slut shamey. I think he kind of maybe forgot he was on TV for a moment. But I get why she had a reason to dislike him, but he didn't do anything. I mean, Caitlin's the one who broke his heart, so right. I don't know why she had anything bad to say about him. And he had a good season. Yeah, I liked the season. Still pissed he didn't pick Raven, even though I know she's engaged now, but still. Yeah. I love her and Adam, though. I know. They are good together. So the cutest story of the week is Narwhal. The magical unicorn puppy he's with two so tails. He's so freaking cute. Oh, yes, I, I he, want him. He has a tail on his head, his forehead. I wonder if it's going to keep growing or if it's going to stay that little nub. Does it wag too when he's excited? In the videos, it looks like it does. <sighs> it's definitely like moving around. It almost looks fake. I know. He's so cute. He's very cute. He but when like I see it, Bubba. I definitely don't think of a tail. A what? <laughs> He has such a dirty mind. You think of it as a penis? It looks very Your phallic. mom's here. Don't use that dirty language. <laughs> I didn't even say that word. It looks Your very mom's phallic, looking though. at you, though. <laughs> you didn't say that. You need to get closer to the microphone. Come this way and she say said it again. It would look like a micro penis. So you've seen one. I'm a snake. Oh my gosh. Love it. Dick on the forehead. We're kicking you out and putting your mom in for this podcast. <laughs> bye, Whitney. Bye, bye, me. <laughs> bye. Um, okay, next in Spill the Tea, Bish. Is Halsey pregnant? Have you guys seen this? No, no. and yes. So there's a, there was no, um, seen it. a paparazzi picture outside of a restaurant of her boyfriend from American Horror Story, Evan Peters like rubbing her stomach so people thought she was pregnant and she um confirmed the news that she said is it a boy is it a girl is it pancakes uh, and I it's pancakes too, I, thought she was pregnant. I know it looked like it looked believable but supposedly she has a gluten allergy or something and so her her tummy was upset like cameron <laughs> wow they haven't been together very long but to get that close that quickly to be here feel my stomach <laughs> while it rumbles <laughs> <laughs> no when my stomach hurts eric does this weird thing he'll rub it and then he goes nani 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 <laughs> i don't even know where he got this from but he was nannying her <laughs> maybe he was maybe he was I've, I'm I'm okay. So this next story, I I'm not trying to burn it out because we've been talking about her every single week. But this was breaking news this week. Uh, another Lizzie McGuire <laughs> update. <laughs> this has officially become a Lizzie McGuire fan club I podcast. <laughs> no, Megan is in the Lizzie McGuire fan club. <laughs> Or Hillary Duff, I guess. Not Lizzie McGuire, but yeah. Well, every week we've been getting an update of some kind of li- new Lizzie McGuire show thing that's coming out. And now Gordo's been added to the cast. I'm so happy. Do we think she's going to be with Gordo? No. You think it's Ethan Craft? I think no. she's going to be with Gordo. I think she's with someone else. Because didn't they announce that she had a boyfriend before they had gotten him on the show? They announced that Lizzie would have a boyfriend in the city and they hadn't yet casted. Oh. They hadn't yet gotten Well, but now Adam. that they have him, they'll just revamp it all. I don't know. I don't. I think no. I don't think he's going to be her boyfriend. Yeah. In the picture, it looks like they were like grabbing lunch or dinner. Hmm. So They're it was rekindling like a, the spark. Yeah. Like he was in town. Or something. He looks exactly like he looked 
however many years ago that show came out i love that they put him in like the same kind of clothes too that he wore on the show just like the it's like hipster now yeah gordo was the og hipster he was long cargo pants like a plain t-shirt and then like a little jacket there are not many shows that inspire as much nostalgia in me as lizzie mcguire lizzie mcguire and kim possible (laughs) those two that's like ultimate og and Veronica Mars, that one gives me a lot of nostalgia, too. I've never too. seen that. Me either. Your text tone was can't possible. <laughs> I think it still is. My phone's just always on silent, but I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> my, Oh, no, it's R2-D2. But yes, Kim Possible is my text tone for a long time. <laughs> Reckless and obsessive. Okay, so next, I decided to want to talk about this after finding some information about Whitney's life. Um, so it turns out her brother, Silvio, has her blocked off certain stories on Instagram so Whitney won't see it. <laughs> he tried to play it too, like, so he has a family group that he prevents certain people, that he prevents from uh, yeah. stories, certain stories being seen. But he tried to act as though, Almost as though, like, Snapchat knows who his family is. So I just got lumped in there because I'm family. Like, no, you had to make that group and put me in it. Yeah. He's like, well, it's all the family. Mm -hmm. So for his scandalous stuff, Whitney does not see it. So, but he also said because I guess he had him and his brother had a party at their house and someone ratted them out, and they thought it was Whitney. Oh, it probably was. It wasn't Whitney. You don't even let people kiss behind your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, so they, I don't even. They, they can't tell on each other. There's all. all we all did find out secrets. it was the next door neighbor. So I've never tattled but on my brothers. In the group. Not since I certainly not since I've been an adult. Maybe when we were like little little kids, but. Definitely not. I would never rat him out for doing something like that. But also, I have no recollection of them. He thinks he thinks I knew about the party because he post they posted Snapchat stories about it, and he assumes I would have seen them. But I don't even recall ever having seen them. So I probably did. But it it's like one of those things where do you think I even realized what was going on? Like Snapchat stories at a party aren't like here's my house here's all the people partying like how would i have even it was probably dark there were probably a lot of people so that brings me to this discussion snapchat versus instagram which stuff gets your scandalous posts do you have people blocked from seeing certain things i feel like they both see the same stuff we're also in like our mid-20s so what are we really hiding from people now yeah i don't have anything like scandalous that i post anymore yeah if we okay. throw a party it's at our own house yeah. if we drink alcohol it's wine and it's legal yeah <laughs> we're allowed to buy it now so it's not as fun well back in the day did you guys like not post certain things on certain oh, yeah. places? so which one had your more scandalous stuff oh i guess snapchat yeah but also like i don't know insta started freshman year of college maybe my thing was um it's snapchat has never been a big thing for me like y'all see how often i actually use it yeah you literally never respond to me (laughs) i never respond i don't really send anything but mine was like facebook got all my like i'm an angel (laughs) and instagram got all my bad stuff same which probably wasn't even that bad, but see, I'm there with you, Katie. I don't think the only social media I used with any regularity in college until like the very end was Facebook. Yeah. Insta wasn't popular quite yet in college. I don't even remember using Snapchat until like the first memory I have of using Snapchat was in a specific house that I lived in in college my senior year. So I don't even know if I used it before then. So I never had anything go up. I never posted personally anything scandalous of myself on Facebook. And I definitely remember having photos tagged on Facebook where I was at parties, but I was very careful to never be holding any alcohol. So I really didn't care. I didn't even care what was going on in the background. I was like, I'm not doing anything. So it's not going to come back on me. I made sure every picture I wasn't holding anything in it. Yeah. I do remember there being some scandal with my 
freshman year roommate, there was this group of girls in my dorm who hung out a lot and went out. And one of them took pictures at a party and it included the others holding beers and stuff and posted it on Facebook. And there was like a big fight about taking it down because the, the one girl who was in the photos was like, can you take those down? She's like, and the other girl was like, you can untag yourself. And she's like, untagging myself doesn't mean it's not out there. Like you can still find it. And we're underage. Like, don't you think that's the more responsible thing to do? Right. I don't know if she took the photos down or not, but I remember it being a very passive aggressive sort of argument. So you really shouldn't. Oh my God. Why can't I do that? So this week's been interesting. This is where we talk about things people really shouldn't be doing out in the world. <laughs> I sent you guys a picture of this this week. I went to Cane, Raisin Cane's and I went to the bathroom while I was waiting on my food. And I was, I had to like use the garbage, but like there was something already <coughs> poking out of the garbage and it was a first response pregnancy <laughs> test wrapper. And I was just like, wow, to be in that person's shoes, like this is such an emergency that you had to take this pregnancy test here. And then as I threw my garbage away in there, I was like, is the test in here? And so I looked because there was like nothing in there. It wasn't in there. So I'm assuming it was positive because would you take it? Yeah. Why else would you? You're like, shit, this is positive. I'm going to have to bring it with me. Right. (laughs) If it was negative, you just put it in there. I mean, and I have to think it is positive because you were in a dire need to take it immediately. You could not wait to get home to take this test. You're like, where's the nearest bathroom? Because there was a CVS next door. Oh, jeez. And they didn't even, but they didn't even use the CVS bathroom. They were like, let me get this pregnancy test. Let me get some canes and run to the bathroom really quickly. That was a whole string of life choices slash decisions that is really just interesting. So my you really shouldn't is taking pregnancy tests in random places. At least like leave a note. fast food restaurants. (laughs) At least leave a note and let me know how it went. (laughs) Because now I need to talk about it on my podcast. (laughs) Whitney, what happened to you this week? Oh, God. So... This week, uh, my mom's in town, obviously, and we went out to eat a couple of days ago, and we were parked in a parking lot, and so a lot of people come whipping around into the parking lot really fast, because they're coming off the street. But this woman comes flying in there like a bat out of hell. I'm backing out of my parking spot, and there's a car next to me. It must have been a truck or something, because I couldn't see over it. So I pulled out, I kid you not, less than six inches, just so I could see around the car next to me. Um, and very slowly and stopped immediately so that I could see before I just proceeded to pull all the way out. And this woman is still half a car length away from me, but she's coming at me so fast. She starts honking. She lays on her horn and I'm like, excuse me, why are you honking at me? Like usually in that scenario, you both stop and then one of you goes and that's how it goes but she i don't think automatically she has the right away if anything i was there first and had started backing out first like i was backing out well before she would have even pulled into the parking lot yeah because she was going so dang fast but she's got her daughter a teenager probably 11 or 12 in her passenger seat and i'm like wow what a great example you're setting but i was so pissed off i flipped her off because i was like lady don't even so she proceeds to pull behind me and then stop and block me in and i was like oh hell no so then i started honking at her and just acted like i was gonna back into her because i was like "Mm, you're gonna take more damage than me and then she sped off but i just was like first of all when you're in the wrong, don't be honking at someone else. And yeah. second of all, like, you're about to pull something like that with your kid in the passenger seat. Like, what if the per- what if the person she did this to wasn't me? What if it was a psycho who just jumped out of their car with a gun and shot her? Like, you you never know. You never know who's in that other car. Kids Bob Karen. It could have been Kids Bob Karen. I should have been Kids Bob Karen. I should have got out with my eyes about ten times wider than they are at any given time and stuck my tongue out and stuck my head through her window because she deserved it. She did deserve to be scared a little bit out of behaving so badly. All right, KT, let's hear it. Oh. So I was at the freaking movies last night, and 
it was like way smaller than even Century was. Like there's literally rows A through D and there's six seats in each row. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like super small. So we walk in and there's some little girl in our seat. So already I was like, oh, because I remember when you said that like someone was in your seat, mm-hmm. so you just sat somewhere else. But then like those people came, so you went somewhere else again. Then more people came. So I was like, yeah, no, I am not. It was a whole clusterfuck. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to move my seat seven times. Like they are in the wrong seat. Like they are going to move. So we like walked up and luckily it was like just a little girl and we were like, oh, like, I think these are our seats. She's like, oh, did my mom like get the tickets wrong? And we like looked at ours again. We're like, yeah, we're th- D, three and four. And she's just like saying that she's like, do you want me to move? And I'm like, yeah. But like, apparently I get like, when I walk in, I see the little girls just like sitting at the front of the theater, like not in a seat, just like sitting like standing there like and she was all sprawled out like popcorn candy like blanket like full scene so i felt bad making her move but i was like no this theater literally has 24 seats like i'm not dealing with this and then i'm sitting there and i guess the mom came in and threw a fit that she moved and i see her just up there yelling at her and i'm like the mom's yelling at the daughter yeah for moving for giving us our seats that we reserved and then, like, I guess they booked the front row. Oh. So I was like, I'm not sitting in the front row. I booked the back row. Like, I don't care that you picked the wrong seat. Like, that's your issue. And then they just left the theater altogether. Like, they didn't even watch the movie. What movie was it? Playing with Fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was good. I just don't understand. Like, they're very clearly labeled. And, like, in a theater where you pick your seats, like, and don't look at me. Oh, do you want me to move? Yes. Like, you're literally in my seat. I'm not going to sit somewhere else and end up fighting other people. I'm not taking your seat. Like, you go to wherever you booked. Oh, man. Daydream or shit show? All right, so we're moving into the last segment of the podcast. Daydream or shit show? Who wants to go first? I'll go. So mine's a continuation. So even though the seat was a drama at the movie, Roadhouse Cinemas, cinema, whatever, that was my first time going. It was really cool. I like it. It's my new favorite. Wow. Nice. I like it was one of those ones that they like you order food from a server and then they like bring it to you during the movie and they had wine and everything. Like this is your cup of tea. Yeah, I was chilling because so the movie was at five thirty and happy hours till six. I ordered my first glass of wine, then at five fifty I hit my button, he came in, I got a second glass, but like I, I hadn't finished my first glass. So the two were just the perfect amount to last the whole movie. I was reclined i had a pork sandwich barbecue pork y'all know that's my favorite the popcorn oh my god they're like known for their popcorn i got the white cheddar and caramel what and pork sandwich with fries and two glasses of wine all for only 18 dollars. how much 18 what the food food wow yeah nice Had, had a good week for once nice yeah i've heard that place is really good i thoroughly enjoyed it whitney what happened to you this week so, Megan, you can attest to this okay. today. Today was not a shit show. However, there were a few elements that were slightly shit showy. So we went and got our nails done today. I got my nails done for the wedding. And this is my problem with doing my nails is that I do my nails a lot at home. So I have a problem. I don't love to get my nails done professionally. However, if I have like a really important thing, I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it. So I wanted a specific look for my wedding nails. They did it, and I just kept saying, shorter, shorter, shorter. I want them shorter because they had to put tips on them. My nails were just way too short because I'd had dip powder before, and they were I had to cut them down. And she just left them super long and acted like she couldn't couldn't make them any shorter. I'm like, girl, you could file my nails until they start bleeding. Like, we got a lot of time between where you are and where that is. So keep filing. So finally, I just gave up because I was like, I'm just going to go home and file these down myself. But for as much money as I paid, they should do exactly what I want. But I don't know that I have ever left a nail salon for my fingernails and been like, this was exactly what I was expecting or this exceeded my expectations. And I don't want anything. I definitely don't want anything revolutionary. I was really irritated, and then we followed that up immediately by going to Costco okay. on a Wednesday. I was wondering if you're going to tell this story. We went to Costco on a Wednesday in Tucson, Arizona, and while you might think that Costco on a Wednesday would be the least busy day of the week, it is actually just filled with old people who walk way too slowly, have no concept of spatial awareness, or they just don't care and expect you to go around them. So we went in there, and already I was just in a mood, and then I'm like, 
I'm ready. I know what I want. I want to get in and out. I don't want to be here. But all these old people are in my way. And then at one point, Megan and I stop. We're looking at cookies. And this old man says to us, ladies, you are totally blocking the aisle. Thanks for that. And I was like, oh, you did not, old man. You did not just pull attitude with me. Not after I just had my nails done and I do not like them. (laughs) But I couldn't think of a witty retort quickly enough. So I think I just said, you're welcome. Because he said, thank you. Yeah, you did. And I, 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 I was like, oh, you'll be okay. <laughs> anyway. He didn't say anything either. I wanted him to say something. Well, you'd think as ballsy as he was to say that, that he'd, that he'd we defend himself. Even, we weren't even blocking up the whole aisle. It was like half the aisle, but his cart was also in the way, which is why we were in half of the aisle. Right. He was in the way, our way, so we were it, the best we could do. I mean, I mean, what did you want, want us to just not, not exist? There was no better way for us to stand. And so not only that, everyone's in the way at Costco. Like, it's all of us. There's no getting around it. I thought about that for a while afterwards. <laughs> we, we did. We, we thought about, about the whole rest of the, the Costco trip. <laughs> we're like, we man, say, if you come at us now, I got something else to say. <laughs> that was like, it was the same thing with the lady in the parking lot. Like, I had all these things I would have done if I would have thought quicker. <laughs> Run into her car, blocked her off, cut her off. Anyway. <laughs> well, my story's kind of good. I haven't told you guys this yet, but I'm going to California in two weeks for a road trip. And this whole time while we're in L.A., I've been trying to get tickets, preferably to Ellen. But I also signed up for Jimmy Kimmel and James Corden. Ellen's out. It's 12 days of giveaway. Ain't no way I'm getting in. So that one's a doozy. But I did get an email today that I got Jimmy Kimmel tickets. That's exciting. That's so so cool. So I'm excited. Hopefully no one's lame there. Like the guests that night. Uh, They met people in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm excited about it. That is so cool. I really want James Corden, but we'll see. I'm still on the waiting list for that one. If I get that, then I'll cancel Jimmy Kimmel. But are they on the same? Are they on the same day? Yeah, but I'm excited. That's cool. So that's my. You're gonna have a good trip. I. This, this is such a cool idea for a trip. I never would have thought to do something like this. So I'm. I really like it. I feel like I'm gonna steal your vacation. <laughs> you could just take my whole itinerary. I might. I might. It's six pages long currently. Why am I not surprised after seeing your wedding day itinerary? <laughs> I'm not surprised. Well, it's also like a 12-day trip, so I have to plan it, like, to the T. Well, so we have to tell the listeners. I don't know oh, if yeah, you have explained, but your vacation, what are you doing? So we're doing a whole California road trip for 12 days and living in an RV. And I didn't even know you could rent an RV. Yeah, cruiseamerica.com. Have you not seen the movie RV? No. 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 Is it a bad movie? You know what movie I did watch recently and it scared the shit out of me now? Is The Hills Have Eyes. They are in How did RV make you think about The Hills Have Eyes? They're in an RV and they're traveling to, I think, San Diego. They get lost in New Mexico where all, like, these, like, bomb testings used to happen and stuff. And so all these people are, like disformed their eyes like aren't equal their mouths are all it's a very creepy movie is it based on a true story yes so i was like oh why did i watch this movie so it's slightly freaking me out but we're gonna stay on the main interstates no shortcuts because that's where they (laughs) that's where they did wrong they took a shortcut from a sketchy guy at the gas station that led them to where well, I don't know. Radio from. rental proves that in just your everyday life, not even doing sketchy stuff. So you're not going space. anywhere near New Mexico. Don't I worry. I know. I mean, I'm going in the opposite direction. Oh, wait. So. A quick side note. One more thing to add about that podcast. A lot of the stories are in Arizona. Stop. So, like, that was, that's another reason I was so creeped out. Because I'm like, granted, it was Phoenix. I didn't talk about Tucson yet. <laughs> but Tucson's a creepy place. Okay. It's very dark at night. Yes. Yeah, it is. Reckless and obsessive. I have I have a question that's not on the okay. paper, but talking. <laughs> no, but I don't to talk about. No, that. we Katie's, stick to the outline. Katie's topic made me think about this. What was your gateway podcast? What was the first podcast that really got you into Cereal. listening to podcasts? 
Mine too. Next was actually Up and Vanished because I was like, oh, I like this whole crime scene thing. And then that's when I discovered Payne Lindsay. And then every single Bachelor person in the world started making podcasts. That seems to be the new thing for the former Bachelor contestants. Oh, yeah. They all get yeah. a podcast. They, they do it. What about you, Megan? What was your gateway podcast? Mine was like nothing compared to y'all's. It's, <laughs> it's Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert. It's a really good podcast. He has celebrity guests every week, but he gets like, so it's one celebrity per episode and they get their whole life story, like their parents' background, like how they grew up, how they got into acting or whatever. It's mainly actors on there, but, and then sometimes they talk about like mental health and like addiction and stuff because Dak Shepard was an addict. addict. Yeah. And an, I think an alcoholic, too. So, it's pretty interesting. interesting. I have to check that one out. Yeah. He's got a bunch of good guests on there. Mine was also the first epi- the first season of Serial. Oh, yeah, and the it second was a, season sucks. Yeah, the second season was not good. Is that what you made me listen to? The first season? About Adnan? Yeah. Yep. I made everybody I knew listen to it. Well, I think that wraps up our episode. Thanks, Lisa, for coming in. Just for this. Thank you for inviting yeah. me. Yes. I knew you came all the way to Phoenix yeah. just to record those yeah, podcasts. Stay tuned. Except for and another. I came to Tucson. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot where we were. Sorry. Stay tuned for another special guest on next week's episode. Who? It's a secret. What? What? From us? Why don't we get to know? I'll tell y'all, but it's a secret to the listeners. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, surprise. Got to leave them wanting more. Okay. okay. What's next week? All right. Well, Lisa, do you have social media? Do you want do you want some followers? I have Instagram. I think I have four followers and no posts. <laughs> I have six all landscape. The wind blowing, San Diego, stuff like that. I'm not terribly interesting. Do you know what your username is? Yes. What is it? It's UMSL alumna, which is, I went to the University of Missouri, St. Louis. That's where I graduated. Oh, all right. Whitney, what's your social? WLG92 on Instagram, and don't friend me anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, what's yours? Captain K, three N's. (laughs) Still my name, not changing. It's fine, it's fine. And mine is at Megan with an H E Wood. You can also find our podcast at Reckless and Obsessive on Instagram and also Facebook.com slash Reckless and Obsessive. We out. Bye. Mic drop. Not really. (laughs) Make sure to keep up with Reckless and Obsessive, the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Reckless and Obsessive. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Reckless and Obsessive.